This is Style Shifter. In the next hour, we will journey into the past, present, and future of personal fashion decisions. My name is Dariam, and every week, you and I will embark on a time machine that operates on self-awareness and stylistic solutions. Our destination? A place from which you can shift from style insecurities towards more confident fashion choices. Welcome, Emily. Can you please share with us your main fashion struggle? Hi, Daria. Thank you for having me. So I've been interested in fashion since a young age. And the thing that I always struggled with was the way I saw my body and the way the clothes fit on me. So I was looking at magazines and of course I was looking at, you know, fashion shows and I was following the, the fashion weeks. And I know now it's more evident that we have to include different size of bodies, but I was, before my 20s, I was always consider what you consider plus size. And then I lost a lot of weight beginning my 20s. And I was still seeing myself as pretty rotund, if I can say. And it's just when I was looking back at pictures, that was like, okay, so my body has changed. So I have to change my wardrobe. And through the years, I've gained that weight back. And now I'm still very interested in fashion. So I'm still finding clothes that fit me. But sometimes I just, yes, I, I just, I just, I just don't recognize myself in photos and and I don't know where my body is in terms of shape and sizes and so yeah that's that this is my journey with my body and also loving fashion loving experimenting with fashion and finding my style so I'm French so I lived in France and then I lived in the UK and before I moved to the UK and I moved to the UK was 26 from the age, let's say, of 15 to 26, I never wore trousers because I thought it would make my thighs huge. So even if I lost a lot of weight beginning my 20s, I was not wearing trousers like at all until I was 26. And then I moved to London and, you know, London is very, it's very it's very free. It's a city where people can wear whatever they want. So I booked... <laughs> Actually, I booked a personal shopper in an, in Topshop. <laughs> and this is very weird for me because I'm very eco-conscious and everything. But they had like free personal shoppers consultation in Topshop. And, they, and my struggle was I really want to wear trousers because I, I think they look fantastic, but I don't dare. And so they brought me some trousers. And since then, I've been wearing trousers. And I think now I wear more trousers than dresses. But... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing. Today, I'm going to take you to your past, present and future, because style shifter is actually a time machine. I think that's the only way to understand what happened, what's happening, and how would you like to change it in the future? So you said that you had a lot of 
body change, right? So you were plus size and then you lost, lost some weight. Lost 20 kilos. It's probably how many sizes? Maybe three sizes, four sizes or... I would say, uh, so I'm talking European sizes. I would say that I was a 44, 46 in trouser size when I was before my twen before 20. And then I became 38 and I'm pretty tall and five, five, nine. So 176 centimeters. But yeah, I was 44 and then I was 38. And how did you feel about losing so much weight and completely changing your style and need to change the whole wardrobe. How did you feel about it? Well, at first, I didn't notice. Like, it was not a conscious lo loss of weight. It was very emotional. I was in a relationship and it was not going very well. And then I also did a, a trip where we had, we could eat all the food we wanted during the trip. And it just literally disgusted me so and then I lost a lot of weight because I was doing lots of sports I lost that weight very quickly and it's very weird to say that I didn't even I could see that I was floating in my clothes but you know people are like oh that's great you're losing weight that's great but that was not great because that was not healthy and so at first I was pinning my skirts like you know with safety safety pins and I was like, oh, it's fine. I don't have to change anything. Like for a few months, I didn't change the wardrobe. And at one point, I think my mom took me and she was like, okay, now we need to go shopping. And, but my mom was worried. She was like, I hope you're not going to get some like too thin and everything. So I had to change. And it's funny because I know the size, the size is changed, but in the mirror, I didn't see the change. Mm. Yeah. So how did I feel? I felt, well, I need to buy new clothes and it was dresses still because I still thought that trousers me make my thigh huge. So we can call it body dysmorphia because I think that's exactly what it is. And so I changed the wardrobe. I still kept some items I think huh, it was 10 years ago so you know I think I kept some items because I still have like one or two items still now that I had before that that I will keep because I, I just love the color and I, and, I, and I love the and I love it so I think I still kept some items but most of my wardrobe changed yeah definitely it's interesting that you said that like consciously you didn't really realize that you lost that much weight and you still saw yourself as before and you were still looking at all the flaws that you thought you had. And then yeah. what happened? So you gained the weight back at some point in some years? Over, over 10 years. Honestly, over 10 years I was getting... I think now I'm... I don't know because I don't weigh myself and I, I'm very healthy. So, and, but I'm, I'm considered plus size, but I don't weigh myself because I, I don't want to have this, this image of me. And I know the size I'm now. So it's, it's like before. So I gained the weight, but like healthily and I didn't, I needed, I didn't gain double. You know, I just gained the weight back. And now when you're, look in the mirror at yourself when no one's watching 
do you still have this kind of like a negative thoughts about your body or you are more in peace now? I still have some struggles when, you know, I do sometimes some outfit, like I will on Instagram, I will take my outfit of the day and everything. And then people will take pictures of me, but not me having like a selfie. And I would be like, oh, like if I see the picture just after it's taken, I'm like, oh my God, I'm huge. This is horrible. And then when I look at the same picture a few months after, I'm like, oh, actually it's fine. So I think I'm still struggling with body dysmorphia. And I think fashion helped me a lot because first, I think the fashion industry is changing a little bit and we can see different bodies. So now on Instagram, for example, or on social media, I try to follow women who look like me and who are very happy with their bodies. And that helps a lot. And also I'm just creative with my own style. For example, when I was wearing all these dresses, it was not just I was wearing dresses. I was I was wearing things which were very, very feminine. Like, like I wanted to get my femininity back. And now I feel like I know that cuts that suit me very well are kind of dramatic, straight cuts, even like more gender neutral style. Like I feel amazing in a suit, for example. And if you would have t- told me that 10 years ago, I would have been, wow, you're crazy, a suit. No, no, no. <laughs> but like when the lines are very straight and sharp and and I think fashion can really help you take back your proud and your body and being proud of yourself. I think that helps a lot. Yeah, that's true. I have a, a small secret to share with our listeners because we actually met with Emily years ago, maybe three years ago. Yeah. yeah? Because you were helping me uh, in one of the photo shoots I did for the Wonder Wardrobe. So we've met. We definitely had a lot of fun that day. Before the photo shoot, I asked my followers to send me pictures. Yeah. So I approximately know what kind of clothes to choose for you and if you fit the wonder wardrobe photo shoot that I had in mind right and you send me pictures and the first uh, time I went through pictures I had my photographer next sitting next to me Felix first we opened your pictures and we were like oh my god she is so beautiful like she is so beautiful unbelievable and Felix, my photographer, he was like, definitely, we do, we definitely have to shoot her because, oh my God, look at the confidence, look at the, and that's through the picture. We saw it through the picture, you know, and then you came in, we were shooting in my apartment because I had a studio set up in my apartment. Yes. And you came into my apartment and you were dressed in trousers. I remember in like plaid trousers a sweater, some sneakers, and you looked so confident. I would have never, ever guessed that you had any body image problems because you carry yourself so confidently. That's why I wanted to have you on my podcast so you can give some tips maybe on how you could reach this level of confidence even though sometimes you still get to a place when you're maybe self-conscious. 
So from a very young age, I would say when I was a teenager, I started taking pictures of myself. And at the time, there were no social media platforms. So it was just for me. It was not for showing to other people. It was just for me. So I would dress up or not dress up and just find the right angle and then look at them. And then sometimes even uh, doing some retouch with lights. And so taking pictures of myself, I think helped me get the, that confidence and say to myself, look, you're not that, you're not that ugly because you, you can look good in a picture. So you can look like the, the women you see in magazines on the shoot we did together actually was absolutely amazing. And it, it was part of the process. It is, it, it's, it's a part of the process. So thank you for your opportunity. And this, this and also playing, being creative with the clothes and, and, the, and the colors. And when I actually discovered Wonder Wardrobe and the colorimetry system, I, I thought, oh, that's, that's going to make your skin look good. You know, that's, that's part also of the, of the, of the process of, of, being prouder of yourself and being more confident and you know you know what they say fake it until you make it if people think that i'm very confident sometimes it's because i'm like okay i'm here people are waiting for me so i have to put on maybe a costume and i, I have to fake it a bit and then if people are happy then i made it and it, and if people are happy and i'm happy then we did it, faked it until we made it and we made it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. And I remember one moment that uh, when we were changing into some outfit, you put on the shapewear. And I was yes. like, no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> you don't need it. It's already beautiful. There is no need for shapewear, but you did it anyway. And what happened? 10 minutes later, you took it off. Yeah. Yeah, shapewear. I think it's it it can work for some women, and I understand uh, and I understand they use it. But I've got very sensitive skin, and these are not natural fibers. These are nylon, and they and also okay, they 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 work for some times, and then when you wear when you wear them a few times, then they lose their shape, and then you you become like you have a a muffin thing on top of your shape where I'm not like, it's not working. I have to buy more and more. And you, and then it's just when you wear clothes that fit you, like I just found the best, the best jeans. Like I just found the jeans, like, you know, that I was looking for. And I, and I always thought, oh, I need skinny jeans because otherwise it looks my, my, my thighs looks bigger than they are and everything. No, no, no. They are like mom jeans now. And they don't, they hug my figure in a nice way, but they don't like stick on my, and I'm like, I'm going to get rid of the skinny jean like right now. And yeah, it's just the right cut, but it's, but it's, but it's a process. I think people need help with, with this because yes, it's, it's, it's hard to find the right cut and how it's going to complement your body. What is your, 
current size now? Yeah, so I think I'm 44, 46 on the bottom, and on top I am 42, 44, 40. It depends on the cut. So if we convert it into a more international size, oh, yes. it's around XL. XL for the bottom, L for the top, yeah. So you are have like a standard normal size. But Daria, the brands I like, they go up to 42. So I guess it's L for trousers. I don't fit in them. So that's the reason why I consider myself, myself plus size which I might be wrong, but the society and the shops make me feel that I'm, and it doesn't matter. I could be even, I could have a, a greater size. It doesn't matter. It's just that brands I like, I can't find my size. That's the problem. That is a problem. And uh, I have a lot of clients with your size, which is in my head is a normal size. It's like, it should be okay to shop for this size. Right. But I understand the struggle because for me, even for professional personal shopper, it's quite challenging to find beautiful designer clothes. You can buy a lot of basics. You can buy a lot of like very simple average design. But when it comes to something unique, it's very, very hard. I even remember last time I had a client with Excel. I needed a belt for a dress. She had a very similar body shape to yours, beautiful waistline. And I thought that would be great to accentuate the waistline. And you know what? I haven't found the belt. I haven't found the belt for that size. I checked the whole internet and there was nothing. I even was like, hmm, maybe I should start a company and just like sell belts for bigger sizes because... There is nothing there. I was so pissed. Oh my God. So pissed. And I was like, it's not even that big of a size. It's just, it's crazy that we have to, they force us to go to these brands. We don't like the ethos because otherwise smaller designer wouldn't fit us. Yeah. Yeah. You have no choice. Yeah. You have no choice. And it's very sad. And I work with the luxury brands and if i go to milan to show for a client with my client and let's say she has a size l or xl we go to the shop any prada dolce gabbana etro any like luxury brand and in the shop they don't have anything in that size nothing but what you have to do is that you have to go to the manager and say pull out all the big sizes. So they just don't put it in the shop. So no one knows that they dress women size L and XL. How crazy that is. This is crazy. I didn't, I didn't even know that. I just thought that, oh, well, women with like bigger sizes or just normal sizes just wear other things, but they do. This, they do. this, is, this is crazy. Okay. Hi, beautiful listener. Call me a dreamer, but I still believe that with the right knowledge, fashion can be an easy, fun way to express ourselves, to communicate our values, 
and shine on a daily basis. If you are tired of needlessly looking for the right top, outfits, or have no clue what to wear to that next event, I just want you to know that I'm here for you through my highly tailored personal shopping consultation. Just hop onto wonder-wardrobe.com to book your free intro call. Let's start this stylish transformation with a friendly chat, just like the one you are listening to here. Who knows, your dream wardrobe might just be a conversation away. I'm very comfortable of going into the men's section as well. Like, I can find very beautiful, like, shirts and t-shirts because I, I believe it or not I I mean I, when I think about my journey I used to wear very tight very feminine very yeah c- very tight clothes in order to feel you know feminine and everything and now I'm I'm beyond that and I, I even wear sometimes oversized and and like at the moment I'm wearing a men's shirt because it's it's more flowy and it's and it's nicer and even for shoes because you were you were talking about shoes, I I've got some secondhand beautiful like all leather men's shoes brogues and yeah because I'm forty forty one and like like you just said and sometimes I just can't find my size and so yeah I think I think we need to be we need to. How can I say? We need the system needs to be broken, and the individuals need to break the system a bit and play with accessories. If you want to make a, a, a silhouette more feminine, you can wear men's clothes, you can wear a men's suit, and then you wear beautiful earrings or necklace, and then you're like this power lady. Like think Kate Blanchett. Think Kate Blanchett. Who is more feminine than Kate Blanchett? And she's always wearing like very Armani kind of silhouettes and fitted and so yeah take back these injunctions by society which are like you need to be thin and feminine and and also men should wear dresses i'm, I'm very pro for that yeah me too i don't really care i mean like whatever makes you happy we should accept self-expression in any ways like why to have so many rules so many restrictions but that's fashion industry they have to sell clothes somehow so they <laughs> try to play with our insecurities they always changing sizes so we always in searching yeah so it never stops yeah but to be honest every time I have a client that has your size like okay that's the body I'm gonna dress it up (laughs) for me it's like this you know oh that's beautiful that's nice oh you know and then when I start working with her, she's starting like, ah, oh, I don't like my arms. Please cover my arms. I like my neck. And I heard all types of insecurities. And sometimes it's ears. Sometimes it's like super unexpected. Like my ankles are big. It's strange, but I always try to be very gentle and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, of course, we're going to cover it up. Of course, I'm listening. Another tip that I've discovered the tailor is your best friend. I mean, it's not yet back to to normal to take your things to the tailor, but because you were talking about ankles, I even get some boots. So I don't know why, but my, my calves 
got bigger. I think it's because I started walking a lot, but or maybe I maybe I gained some weight on my calf. So I had boots which would no longer fit me on my right leg. It's just so. So I took it to the to the shoemaker. And then they, they managed to put a little bit of leather and, and to tailor my boots. But I don't hesitate to buy trousers which are not very flattering because too big. And then I go to the tailor and it doesn't cost very much. Even, it depends where you live, I guess. But it's, it's a great, because then you know size. Because if you get something very big, but it's too big for you, and then you get it tailored, you don't know the size you are because it's just, you and it's great that is so true i love that yes i tell all the time as well to my students and clients because they always like oh no i'm petite where should i buy clothes i'm like you buy it anywhere and then you tailor it it's the only way fashion is mass produced there is no way you're going to find clothes that fit unless you wear excess or maybe S. It's never something like you can't expect fashion industry to be like, oh, let's make stuff for a tall person size XL between L and XL that doesn't like her ankles. <laughs> they will never think like that, especially now when they just create everything in one factory, like 20 brands create the same, same patterns and then put different labels on it, we can't expect that one brand will do something better than the other. It's just, it is what it is. That's what mass production does to fashion. Different labels and different type price. Like yes, they, exactly. they go in the same factory and they and they produce the, the almost the same garment. And then they're like, oh, this is a more like high-end brand so it's going to be more expensive but, but in the end it's the same price as this very fast fashion brand and it's just yes or you do it yourself you if you have time and you want to you 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 buy yourself a sewing machine and i've started doing that during the pandemic actually tailoring my clothes making some of my clothes and you can't go wrong because you're not even a size anymore your measurements your measurements and that's great i think yeah, exactly. And don't even get stuck on the numbers, even its measurements, like they always change and it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. And of course, the power of uh, that tailored clothing give you is completely like, yeah, it's empowering. It's empowering for me as well. You know, I grew up and my mom was sewing for me everything. So everything was tailored. Everything was perfect. Perfect seams, everything, everything. And then when fast fashion came and mass market and everything, and I started looking at the clothes and how they are made, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is this? What is going on? Loose ends. Everything is falling apart. Like nothing really fits exactly how you want it. And yeah, I'm, I became so picky and I always tell my mom, like, <laughs> you, it's your fault. I can't find the perfect things anymore, you know, or now I just tailor everything, everything. If I don't like one detail, especially like shoulders, because I have very strong back, strong shoulders, 
sometimes it just doesn't fall like I want. And then, and then I can't, it's distracting, it's distracting me from doing my things, you know, it's better to tailor it and just be, okay, this is made for my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, and nothing bothers me anymore. Yeah, because there is the way you look at yourself in the mirror and you, you see yourself, but you see yourself from front, but there is also the way you feel in your clothes. And if you have, for example, a hem, which is like for a jumper, which is too short and it keeps coming up and you're very self-conscious of your belly, then that means the, the jumper is too short and, and it's, and it's coming up. And then the whole day you feel uncomfortable because you think about your hem and that people are, are going to see your belly and, or, or just, even if you're not self-conscious of your belly, you're just going to get cold because it's not nice to you when you wear a jumper and then you have your, your back, which is out in the wind, you know? So yeah, th there is these two factors, how you feel in your clothes. So the material is very important. And then how you feel when you look in the mirror and then how other people see you also is a factor. We can't deny that when you get compliments, it just boosts you, but it's also what you, what you, if you feel great in your clothes, then you're going to have a better attitude. You're going to be smiling. And, and I think, yeah, this is, this is very important to, to be comfortable in your clothes. And when you look at yourself in your clothes. And do you take compliments well when people compliment your body or the way you dressed? It depends how the compliment is made. Because if the compliment is like, oh, you look great. I love your style and everything. Of course, it's, it's, it's super nice. And I take it with pleasure. And I, and I like to give people pleasure if, if they, if they are, if they're inspired by what, what I am and, and everything. I take it. It's, it's good. But when the compliment is, Oh, I preferred what you wore yesterday. <laughs> or, uh, or uh, if I'm wearing a skirt, Oh, uh, I prefer, I, I like when you wear skirts, you know? So it depends on the compliment, but, I I know that now I've got a strong sense of style and it's just me and and people less and also because I'm 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 less I'm less young I mean I'm I'm 33 now so I'm and more I'm gonna and I'm very excited oh that's that's also another thing I'm very excited about getting older and see what my 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 style will be like in. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. I'm very excited about that and I'm very looking forward and I'm enjoying what I am now, of course. But I feel like there is a, a field of exploration always and looking at this eccentric grandma is just, for me, it's just such a, a source of inspiration. That's also a tip. What makes me feel good about myself is looking at different generations and different ways of dressing for different women. Women who just don't care about their age, they will just wear whatever they want, is so inspiring. And just like creatively with colors and cuts. And I think we need to, to see more of that because you just it just makes your brain, your fashion brain, bubble and yeah looking at other generations is a great way of just we have different bodies but we can rock anybody 
you know we can be amazing in any size any age i like that yeah yeah, yeah i agree with you and i also i love more to look at older women and how they dress because they have that confidence not all of them of course but sometimes you see a woman in her 60s dressed like a superstar and I'm like wow <laughs> I want to be her I don't want to have all this insecurities in my head every time I dress up because uh, I don't even think that it's about your size it's about how you feel in your body and how you talk to yourself, you know, because I don't know, I'm the, the opposite from you. I'm very short. I have a size S and sometimes I wear clothes that are loose. And the first thinking is like, oh my God, people would think you are fat. And then I'm like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> like, and then what? Even if they think that it's their problem. It's not my problem. I know that I love the look. I love the look. I feel the most comfortable in that look. I feel the most myself in loser outfits. Yeah, rather than tight ones. I can't stand the this tightness at all. If you if you look at the runways, you have everything. You have skinny models in huge things. You have more more plus size and they are not even plus size but let's not get into that but you know we know what i mean that you have more voluptuous models in very tight things you can see everything so even if you're petite and you wear big uh, big things it's empowering you know like a big blazer it's just like the big shoulders and you have to also, yeah, there is also the, the, the older generation. Some people would say, oh, but you're drowning in your clothes. Yeah, but no, I'm empowered. And I'm just going to rock that because I love this style, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think the younger generation that now in their 20s, just starting their adult life, they are completely different. They wear whatever they want, whatever they find in thrift shops mostly. Yeah, they have completely different attitude towards fashion and they are more um, experimental as well. Not everyone, of course, but I'm talking about those that are into fashion. So they don't necessarily need like luxury clothes or look like a model or like in our age, you know, like when we were just starting into getting into fashion and it was like one look, you have to be blonde, thin, tall. <laughs> yeah, that's it, basically. That's three things that no one can achieve. Now, younger people, I, I can't say that I love the look all the time. Yeah, sometimes it's too trashy for me. <laughs> but I kind of also get inspired by them because yeah. they go for it. Sometimes they dress so understated that it also inspires me. And I'm like, wow. So it is interesting to see different generations and analyze and compare and try to get inspired by anyone. Yeah, even if it's a completely different style or different look or you just yes. the appreciation you have for that person and oh wow that's so cool that she went for it and she's 
dressing so confidently and doesn't care about all these standards yeah that we have in our heads definitely there is this i would love to be this minimalist who only wears muted colors and jeans i would love to be her and then i open my closet and i'm like <laughs> definitely not her so you can be inspired by yeah inspired by a freedom by a freedom of being yourself and as long as it's not it's not like a shapewear <laughs> as long as it doesn't shape you but it inspires it inspires you it will you will get more minimalist some days and more maximalist other days you will get you'll get more trashy some days like a little bit like you'll have some like worn out jeans when it's like not your style at first but you'll wear some trousers when you think i will never wear trousers you know you'll wear some men clothes when you you're like it's not very feminine and actually now in my head but that's only my opinion there is nothing more feminine than a woman wearing men's clothes and appropriating and with like the right accessories and if my little self my younger self will hear me now she would think this is not me she is crazy but this is this is the the shift <laughs> this is the shift yeah it is beautiful and like you said that you're looking forward to seeing yourself in the future and how you're gonna dress in the future and i think that's such a cool cool thing and have you have you even thought about it like how would you like to look like is it this menswear inspired or i don't know sometimes i see women wearing lots of kimonos and turbans and you know like grandma style but like with very like nice shoes and i don't know actually and i feel and sometimes when i think that I'm like but wait a minute you don't have to wait for that you can just do it you can do it now I'm very happy to see to see more women getting out on social media or on the press being older being themselves I really need that because I need to see what's available out there and what people are doing and not always the same kind of young girl that's good that's youth but what about when you age how can you express yourself and because you have all these years behind you of trying and of um, being yourself and where did you come up to and how how amazing you became you know so i don't i don't know i just sometimes i i see women and uh, and i feel i want to be like them like you know very very colorful and lots of lots of like textures and and layerings and and you don't even have to cover whatever you want you think that a woman of that age needs to cover and i feel that's great just show just show whatever you want to show hide whatever you want to hide and be yourself i just wish my future self to to be herself and there Hey there, amazing listener. I have a small favor to ask. Could you please take a moment to rate and review the Style Shifter podcast on your favorite platform? You would help even more women to find these fashion tips and maybe even hear their stories on future episodes. Now, let's get back to our story. 
So if you if you think about your future, would you wish that you were more confident in your skin and had more grace towards your body? Yes. Yes, definitely. Especially when I look at pictures of myself which were taken by surprise and also in when I try things in my mirror, I would like to be more confident in my skin. Definitely, I've got a room of improvement. I think we all have in room for improvement in one way or another. And that's why I would like to share a book that I think is very helpful. The book was recommended by my therapist because I told him what I do. And I told him that a lot of my clients, they struggling with their body image and I don't know how to help because it's not my expertise. I can only dress you up, but I can't change your mind. And he was very kind to suggest one book. It's a very small book, so I think you can read it in a few days. And it's called Living with your body and other things you hate. Okay, gonna write that down. Living with your body and other things you hate. How to let go of your struggle with the body image using acceptance and commitment therapy. It was written by therapists. It's very easy to digest. It helped me a lot. I'm still practicing. It's not like a, you read the book and everything goes away. Yeah, you still need to work on it. But I think it can make a huge difference in our lives. In the end of the podcast, I always love to ask to share with us one of the outfits that you once wore and that made you feel fantastic. Can you describe it to us? Yes. So it was a suit. It is a suit that is emerald green. Uh, it's a beautiful color, yes. And that I wore for concerts because I'm a singer. So I wore it for concerts. And I also wore it for weddings when I was invited. And this with like little stilettos and very uh, feminine blouse underneath. But having this structure of the suit and, you know, makeup and accessories, I felt every time I wore it, and I try not to wear it too much because I try to save it. Every time I wore this emerald green suit, I felt great, empowered. And I've seen pictures of myself taken by other people and videos uh, in it. And it matches everything I expect to look like all the time, this suit. Oh, sounds fantastic. Sounds great. I hope that from now on, whatever you choose for yourself will give you a feeling like that, feeling fantastic. And maybe uh, you will at some point be a little bit kinder to yourself when people take pictures of you and just you know, realize that 
photographs, they don't always express the reality. And there is nothing wrong about looking not exactly how you wish on a photo. You are beautiful, you are smart, you are creative, you have a great style, and that's what matters. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you, Daria. And there we have it, style shifters. Another journey through the fashion time machine has come to an end. I hope you found today's stylistic exploration insightful and that it has sparked a shift in your own fashion perspective. It's been an absolute pleasure guiding you through the past, present and future of fashion decisions today. Subscribe so you don't miss next week's Style Shifter episode. There are more real women and more style changes to learn from. As always, I'm Daria, your conscious guide into the world of style shifting. See you on our next styling adventure.